0: Hey everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ron S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 347. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron S.
2: I'm Ari Rockefeller.
1: And I'm Ichigo Gami. Yeah, we kind of had like a bit of a rough start. More likely me because of something stupid I did. So it threw everything off tonight. So I apologize for y'all now just seeing that we are doing a show tonight. Things will be more, much more aligned next week. <sighs> it's life and the other chaos and the craziness of things, you know. So, yes. Mm-hmm. So what did y'all think of the last track I played on the pre-show?
3: Oh boy! <laughs> was it the gospel or an edition of yes. the uh, song, yes. or was it just the uh, like one of the live versions? No, that was the Glory Gospel Singers of Harlem. I, I mean, I've seen it before, so like, and I liked it before. So I, I, you know, and I, I actually um, personally enjoy the gospel style of music, just like as a genre, you know, because it's so celebratory. So that song leads a lot to, like, lends a lot to like that style of music. So I can imagine, like. The energy that they showed in the video, which if any of you have seen this, it, it floated around Facebook when it first came out. It was, it was like so full of energy. Oh, you, And it had a lot of like positive energy. Oh, please. Um, have you ever been to a Baptist
1: church? Um, yes. Th- then you should know. Th- then you yeah, know. Yeah, no. That's <laughs> right, keep, I keep forgetting. You're Southern Baptist, so you know. Y'all, no, y-
3: no, I'm not. I am not Baptist. I oh, am Episcopalian.
1: Oh, okay. I thought you were Southern Baptist.
3: Okay. No, no, no. My husband is Baptist, but he's not Southern Baptist. He's he's I don't know, vanilla Baptist. I don't know. Wait, what 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 state is the church that he goes to in? Maryland. So it's like it's not quite it's borderline. Okay. Yeah, it's
2: borderline.
1: See, see you technically it is Southern Baptist, but if you said Virginia, the Carolina yeah, that's straight up dirty South Southern Baptist. Yep.
3: Yeah. I mean and, and and it's a it's a white baptist church so it's not quite as so as a... <laughs> That don't that don't mean shit cuz um Well, like we don't have a lot of people who get really into the music. It's more like a lot of the people are just very I guess they're in that in that kind of church, they're more socially like judging of themselves. Like they don't feel they can celebrate in the way that uh... other churches do. Because they think that everybody else will judge them. Aren't which is weird, because you're in church with other people who are praising the the Lord as you do in a church. And, you know, it, it, it's it's a different... it's It's really different how different churches celebrate, but it's what it is. Like, there's nothing wrong with how people celebrate, but I feel like I enjoy the energy of a church that celebrates more without judgment. Than a church that is very much like, okay... This is the standard of how we're going to stand in pews everybody.
2: And we're just so, catholicism yeah. then.
3: <laughs> yeah, well like Episcopal. Okay, we're not going to we're not going to go off on a branch cuz I can go on for days. Oh good. We're like the diet catholic. We have nuns but you don't see them catholicism light, you know? Yeah, that's episcopalian. Like catholic- we allow gay priests. They're cool. You know, whatever. <laughs> um but yeah. Try diet
1: catholicism. Half the calories, none of the guilt exactly um (laughs) but yeah anyway moving on (laughs) all right and um and let let me just follow up with everybody in the church now please take out your books we're going to go to the chapter of gendo uh first chapter first verse and the Ikari said to thine child, ye shall walk over to thy robot and get can thy ass Can th- we just get to the body in. part? I need some wine. <laughs> oh, God. You're just as bad as Masato. Oh,
2: my God.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: Ooh, we okay? We are live tonight, week of February twenty seventh, 2018, here on the VOG Network. We're here live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. With replays Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com where everyone is in is like, yo, what the hell? And follow up with Dr. T says, still better than
3: new Catholicism. <laughs> Sorry if you think you came in on the wrong podcast. If you're here for anime and weedness, I promise you, you're in the right place. Yes, yes. We just started off on a very different foot today. Yes. And later on tonight's show, we'll have
1: um, Dueling Preachers with Reverend Garda and Duo Maxwell.
2: Oh, boy. <laughs> if it doesn't end with Garibald getting hit in the face with the IC title, I walk.
3: <laughs> I'm just going to chill with my boy Troa over here.
2: By
1: God, Gendo, did you see that? Oh gosh!
2: I went back 25 years. I went back 20-some-odd years for that reference.
3: <laughs> you remember that, don't you? Oh fuck you! Yes, Only the finest of antique weebness on this show. No, no,
1: no, no, no. <laughs> Years ago, I went to Shoujo Con and I did Dual Maxwell CWF Intercontinental Champion, and I walked up on stage and did DDP self high five with the belt, and I somehow
3: won an award. I mean, it was it was okay, for lack of a better term, it was a meme back then. So like that. I can definitely see that being a, being a, a trophy winner as it mm, were.
1: I guess so. Um, okay. You have, if you have Merck, X chat, chatzilla, you can log into irc.gamesurch.net. The chat room is VOG VOG. You can head on over to animejams.com slash Vogue Network, where there's information about the VOG Network and there is an IRC link. If you have chatzilla, it'll bring you into the chat. So still have Discord. Vognetwork.com slash Discord. Log in there. You'll be joining the Discord chat via the chat room or the um the application or through the browser. And for some reason, I do not see Discord running on my computer. There we go. I there we go. For some reason it, it was um not running. There we go. I must have closed it out because it says not pinned to taskbar. Whoops. And now it's pinned to taskbar. All right. So we're going to go around the room. How was your week? How was your day? Ari. Uh,
2: well, oops. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Sorry. I just heard my voice in my head for a second. Anyway, uh, yesterday was my birthday.
4: Happy, Happy birthday. birthday!
1: Congratulations on leveling up! Yeah, I'm
2: fucking 36 now. Oh yeah, well. Anyway, um... The day before that, my mom insists on going out to lunch with me, and I... And she brought a friend of hers along, and I asked my other friend, like, dude, do like, you, you want to come with me? Because, honestly, I, I feel like I would have... Dove across the table like friggin' snapping around here for that long. Mm. And uh, the the day of, you know, yesterday, I took off from work and you know, just didn't didn't have a whole lot to do because didn't have a whole lot of money. Plus, um, well, that's not entirely true. When I the card she gave me, she gave me a hundred bucks. That's not bad,
4: you know. Shit.
2: Oh, definitely not. I went fucking grocery shopping with that because I haven't done that in, like, a month and a half.
1: I literally, I legitimately don't blame you.
2: Yeah, and I, I you know, restocked everything. You know, and even better, you know, I'm trying to save more money. Of Something just, like, clicked or whatever. I don't know why, but I'm, like, starting to pack my, pack my own lunch for work and yeah. I just not rely on, you know, driving over a Wawa on you know emptying my wallet every like every time i'm hungry
3: it's hard it's hard honestly because i i do cook i cook for me and john and i always have to make sure i have extra leftovers but it's hard but the nice thing is you can eat something you like and you don't have to pay a bunch for it
2: i mean it's just it's just lunch meat and all for for a lunch but you know better than nothing
3: yeah we do peanut butter and jelly sometimes too
2: mm-hmm uh, oh, also the uh, oh. the maintenance guys tr- came in to try and do- see what was wrong with the uh, leaking ceiling in my bathroom over mm-hmm. over the, over the uh, bathtub. and I decided to cut a big chunk out of the, out of the ceiling and figure out where the leak is coming from. So now I have a big hole that's covered up with plastic and painters tape.
1: That sounds like my window that I seal during the winter time, except it's actual, um, uh, what is that? Heavy duty tape, not painters tape, uh, duct tape.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then there's layers of packing tape on top to kind of keep the bag open and closed, you know?
2: If nothing else, when I ask that, uh, I'm not going to have to pay for all this anyway. Like, no, they're going to have to pay for all this. Well, there you go. Yep. Water, That's always right. nice. Want to pay rent, motherfuckers? So, yeah, that's how things have been going for me. Also, Night of Champions was last night and. Well, sorry, Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Ron made it interesting, but absolutely no one was surprised at the endings. Ooh. So, yeah, that's it for me.
3: <laughs> okay. Ichigo, how was your week? How was your day? How was my week? How was my day? Oh my! Um, Well, you know, honestly, it was um, a lot of computering. Computering real hard. Um, (laughs) Recently, I've been working on getting my Twitch stream up. For those of you who love to game horror games, please definitely add me at IchigoGami on Steam. I would love to friend you. Also, i um, also doing a creative stream on Twitch as well under my fashion name, Strawberry Paper Doll. So if you want to look up uh, my Twitch for creative, that's that for all the cosplay and regular sewing stuff I do and armor building and all that fun stuff. Um, it's been a lot of playing with computers, getting in wires, and basically just wanting to throw technology into a wall and like uh, totally like, go office like space on it, um, like the printer scene. Um, because I am having issues with my BIOS on the computer that I inherited. You know about this, Ronma. You know already. And I was supposed to call you last night about it, but I'll tell you what. It's okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But yeah, so I wanted to murder, like death murder, this computer because it's literally, I guess, like you said, it's missing something in the BIOS. So trying to get Windows uploaded on it. Oh my God. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm just a little passionate about it because like... (sighs) It should be so easy, but it is not. Um, Other than that, uh, besides getting working on my Twitch stuff with all my new updates and upgrades and all this awesome stuff, um, in the next week or so, I will be shooting a video with my friend Alana Owlet Cosplay on how to better your cosplay for masquerades and competition. So you can go and check out Alana Owlet on her YouTube channel and within the next few weeks we should have that video up cut and dry it's gonna be super fun we're gonna have kiku times to film it and then um yeah basically just working a lot on uh cosplay stuff twitch stuff and in general trying to clean up from the katsu craziness that was my house uh two weeks ago um (laughs) that's pretty much it here on the uh studio side of things
1: Well, my weekend day has been interesting. Well, first things first, because I said something out of color, out of character on a friend's Facebook. I've been post-blocked for like thir- for the next 30 days. So You I- gotta have coffee before you say things, drama. Yes. That's what I always say to people. Before you get onto social media, have coffee or something that kind of gets you in the proper zone. Because if you don't, you never know what you're liable to say and not care. So I am working on... My alternate account just moving everybody I can over so I can keep up to date if it was just a 7 day ban I wouldn't even bother because in 7 days I can deal 30 days not so much because it's like I said I love all of my friends on my Facebook and I don't want to miss any I know I won't miss anything but I want to be able to talk and communicate with them you know that's what I want to do that's why I'm going through all of this so it, it is what it is so, other than that, and the fact that I clamped up the studio a little bit more. So, I've put, I have the, my, my shelf set up, my bookcase set up, but it looks like I'm going to need to add on to that. I put my tape, my coffee table in the corner, and I realize once I get rid of that coffee table, I have these storage bins. I have one by the foot of my bed, two in the closet. I can stack them up in the corner and put stuff, I think I can put stuff that's behind the bookcase. In, that, in in my closet, in my storage area, and I'm going to bring r- up a light to put in that back area by the bulkhead, so it looks nice and neat, not nice and neat, but so you can see what the hell is going on, you know, if you, so if you're coming home, you're hanging out, and it's like, if you wake up during the middle of the night, and it's pitch black, and you want to grab a game to play, it'll be easy to do, for the record, I am a heavy sleeper, once I'm out, I'm generally out. And if I wake up, I'll just sit there and watch you play till I pass the f- pass out again. So you know. <sighs> um. And I'm also clearing out clothes which I need to donate. But truth, oddly enough, yeah. truth. Oddly enough, I'm actually looking more forward to um orga- getting rid of this coffee table and organizing and putting the bins in the back area and stuff. So yeah. That's, for some reason I'm just looking forward more to that than anything else so spring cleaning yes. basically and and I know there is an episode mess up we're actually on episode 347 I'm going to assume one night I forgot to turn on the um what you call it the um the the, um, the, the, um, the live mode for points I the check-ins I think I might have forgotten one night. I think I did. Yeah, I think I did. And it threw the numbering system off. So we are on episode 347. So get those check-ins. So if you check into the show tonight, you'll earn your VOG points. If not, listen throughout the show when it's on the podcast feed. So you hear the you hear the passphrase, go to vognetwork.com, put it in, and earn some points. And while getting things together, I actually generated the wrong passphrase. But I think given to... Uh, tonight. Um, how things are going tonight? Uh, I think it, it's kind of apropos. Yes. All right. So we're gonna go ahead and take our first break, and when we get back, we're gonna get into some news. Plus, um, Ichigo is going to kind of do a quick wrap up of things from Capsicon that we forgot to cover, or we kind of didn't forget, but we were running so long. Cause I think that's a new record for the longest we've talked about a con on this show. So don't miss it. Got Should that be right. fun. Oh yeah. So, um, let me put this where it's supposed to be. All right, cool. So we'll be back.
5: magari kuneta hosoi michi
0: See my name, my
5: I'm not i to lie, i i to i to to
1: Well, I decided to play that track just because I had watched a Full Metal Alchemist uh, movie last Monday, and I thought it was which, good. Which
2: one, the, uh, the live, live action one?
1: Yeah, I admit I did fall asleep on it a couple of times, and it's not because the movie was boring to me. No, because I came, I just got out of work, relaxed, made something. I'm just laying there on my bed watching, and and I guess because of how long the film was. And I'll say this: I the costumes were phenomenal. I was going back and forth with a friend about that, and I admit they packed so much into the movie. It was like they expected you to have a good idea of what was going on with the uh, what the lore of the series. So
2: they expect you to be really yeah. deep into uh, continuity and all that yeah, stuff. It
1: went pretty. It went kind of fast. Um, the movie ended around. When they took out uh, Lust, more or less.
2: Guess they're leaving it open for a sequel.
3: Oh, they did. They did. I haven't seen it yet, but I also not watched the Full Fullmetal Alchemist mm. series at all. I know, Blasphemy, I know. Um, but I was... I don't know. Maybe I'll just use it as a background anime while I'm creating stuff. Yeah. We'll see. We'll I w- see.
1: I will say this. If, you ha- if I was to
3: pick a cosplay for you from the series...
1: Uh, it would have to be Izumi, uh, Ed's teacher. <sighs> Pardon
2: me. Izumi. Izuma, Which
3: character is that? That's Ed's teacher. Yeah, I am a teacher type. I could see that.
1: All right. So now that we got that bit of our system, um, we're going to bring it back to our, our live news report on our, our podcast again. So there was a couple of things that we did we forgot to cover on last on last week's show. So,
3: because it was long, and then these two things I completely forgot about. That was my bad, guys. Mm. Um, but they were actually kind of big, big issues. <laughs> Good job, Cat. Wee! But we talked
1: about so much stuff that it was understandable. So, do you want to briefly uh, run through this?
3: Yeah, I'll just do a brief overview. Last, uh, last, last weekend. Was in 2018, uh, an anime and Japanese cultural convention, up in uh, National Harbor, Maryland, which is like DC, Northern Virginia area. Um, and so, uh, stuff went ha- stuff happened. People uh, had fun, but also people had not so much fun. Um, other things occurred, and the last two things that we didn't cover um, were issues where. Cosplayers uh, got rained on by the fountain mm-hmm. intentionally by hotel staff. Well, and mm-hmm. yeah, what I oh. I I heard that had happened because
1: the group was like taunting the staff or something like that. Um, I know Wild Spice had mentioned it to me uh, previously.
3: Uh, Wild Spice, if you want to give me any updates on it in like chat or something, I'm 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 on Skype, so you can update me there. But as far as I understood, also they were standing in or too close to the gardens slash fountains area, and the staff had told them to move away. Or basically, the way that it was mentioned in the in the conversation online, and unfortunately, you can't really read tone, is that they took it as a threat. Basically, they stated that some hotel staff um, had basically said, you better move or else. Um, now, we weren't there, so we don't know.
4: Uh-huh. But
3: basically, they were basically told, you better move or else. Or they were basically told by staffers, you should probably move um, because this uh, the sprinklers are on a timer. Um, for, but, you know, this or that or his and hers or whatever they said, basically. Um, cosplayers... Uh, got fountain rained on sprinkled whatever you want to call it no jimmies were thrown but jimmies were rustled um and so it seemed intentional from a lot of people's um, perspectives because the fountains themselves are on a timer the sprinklers themselves are on a timer and people who've been to katsugan before who are not hotel staff so this is from the side of someone attending thinks or felt that it was intentional that the hotel staff turned the fountains on via the instructions from a shadow source from the Katsukon organization. Um, uh, Yeah, so basically it was just uh, either a miscommunication or a, a definite slight against cosplayers in the hotel, and they took it. Um, very personally, and felt that it was an attack. Um, We don't know if it is or not, unfortunately. Um, We don't have any first-hand accounts, but that was one of the issues. Uh, The second issue, um, to keep it brief, was basically that there was an issue where a scheduled Love Live photo shoot uh, had one bad apple that um, interacted with hotel staff and security badly, and then Like sequentially, basically led to the rest of the Love Live gatherings and groups and dance troops and stuff being dispersed, even though they had pre disposed, organized photo shoots and stuff like that. And then there was one instance where the Love Live group was not only moved, but then was stated to have had staffers escorting them out as they played the song. Bye 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 by, by, by uh, mm-hmm. famous band NSYNC from the 90s um, which Jesus. to me seemed really out of character for Cats Gun staffers and two seemed really crass if it did happen and in general just doesn't sound good from both sides. Um, um, Wild Spice is tuning into my ear, and she said she saw the Love Live gathering in the Reg area on Saturday, and they were behaving fine and dancing in the back corner of the Reg room. Now, the reason that the Love Livers were moved was because they were performing, and unfortunately, the Gaylord is really particular um, about... And Katsukon staff are very particular about where you do a lot of dancing and things like that because I know with groups like Dance to Fanzu and the other groups that kind of dance at conventions to, I don't know, hype, hype the con is that would that be a good description for that, um, and kind of drum up positive energy. It it because it's not a formally scheduled panel or something like that where it's in a room or it's organized by the Katsukon staff. They crack down on it real hard. And in this case, because there was one bad apple that it ruined the bunch and basically made for a really bad weekend for those who were cosplaying Love Live or were dancing idol dances and stuff like that. Um, Amanda uh, Wild Spice is in my ear again to say they weren't bothering everyone, but staff shoved themselves in between them performing and just stood there until they stopped dancing and then made them leave as they played Bye Bye Bye. So in general, those were the two big things that we missed out on last weekend. Um, to me, that was a lot of salt, and very little sugar, and I'm hoping that things work out in the future, but I feel like it was really negative, impact-wise. Uh. There was apparently also a wedding that was at the convention. I did not know about.
2: I saw some pictures of, you know, the wedding party, well, not the like the bride and groom themselves, but other people... Specifically there for the wedding, you know, they—they look like they were having fun seeing all the, uh, you know, hanging out with all the cosplayers and whatnot.
3: It apparently was in the back corner near Reg. We're getting yeah. all this news fresh from Wild Spice, oh. by the way, and it was a very small bunch. So it seems like maybe the Gaylord had scheduled a wedding in tandem with Katsucon going on which is not above them um previous years they've had a jewish convention yeah, along it, with yeah the wedding is uh,
2: not ne- nearly the worst uh, double booking it. it's ever yeah been.
3: oh and apparently it was a cosplay wedding so it was definitely in tune with what the oh. the convention had um but yeah so that's the what's left over from Katsucon, wrapped up in a nice little takeaway box <laughs>
4: Yummy.
1: All I gotta say is just, wow, what the fuck, you know? Yeah,
3: yeah, it's kind of screwed up a little bit.
1: All right. Well, like I said, I plan to go next year, and, and it might just be my last one for a long time. I, I'm going to sit back and laugh if they make the announcement that is going to the BCC.
3: I will laugh my ass off. I hadn't heard a talk of that, but no, I wouldn't I'm be just... surprised if they're moving their location because they're literally at the point where it's like fire code violation in no. all of the rooms. Mm-hmm.
1: Exactly, because... Because at least Baltimore will be happy because they'll have... Because by that time, Otakon will be back. You got Katsucon and Bronycon. You got three cons bringing Baltimore like five to six million dollars on three Well, that weekends.
3: depends on if they update all their tech. Because if they mm-hmm. don't update their tech, a lot of conventions are just going to move away and not come back.
1: Well, that's completely understandable. Very.
2: Still, you know, Baltimore just wants to have all of this and we're like, We're coming back, bitches.
1: da. Okay. Oh, uh, well, let's let's get into tonight's uh, topics and so so forth. But um, again, I have to play this because this literally is breaking news, and people are fucking furious. And I have to say, this is Japan, not the U.S. You have to understand. That's why people are mad. I mean, honestly. You can't tell anybody anything on the internet these days. Alright, so let me open it up. Okay. Now we talked. we we broke on this on this podcast several weeks ago that the creator of Aroni Kenshin, Nobuhiro Watsky. was busted for having basically kitty porn or child pornography in his possession. Now in the past we have talked about American voice actors and stuff forth having been caught with something like this. Basically, their career is over. So, when this came out, everybody was talking about how it should be handled. And I'm sitting here watching. I'm like, you got to understand. And even I was educated th- this by Ichigo and Mako-chan that in Japan, the rules are different. They are now adopting to things that are not kosher. So, and I'm talking, and I'm reading these comments on how they should handle this. I'm like, it's not gonna go down like that. And lo and behold, I was right. The creator of Kenshin, Nobuhiro Watsuki, was fined 200,000 yen for possession of child porn which equals to about $1,900 U.S. dollars. And I know people are losing their shit over this, but again, you have to understand, this is Japan. They just recently banned this stuff, and they're like, oh, I guess it's not legal to have, you see? Now, if this happened in Japan years later, like 20, 30 years later, maybe he would have gotten some jail time on it. So some people it's like he just got a slap on the wrist and was sent about his way. So, as it went down, the Tokyo Public Prosecutors Office summary filed a summary of indictment against the manga creator uh, Nobuhiro Watsuki, which is his real name is Nobuhiro Nishiwaki, for a simple possession of child pornography on Tuesday, and he was told to pay a fine of two hundred thousand yen, which is about nineteen hundred dollars. According to the uh, public prosecutor's office, he was in possession of multiple DVDs of videos with nude girls in the early teens and other materials last October. Authorities were searching his home as part of a different investigation which linked him to the purchase of the DVDs with the child pornography. The Metropolitan Police of Tokyo found the DVDs found the DVDs at his at Watsuki's office in Tokyo. He was then charged in November for having for this in his possession since 2015. In his deposition, he had said that he liked girls in late elementary school to around the second year of middle school. Now, in Japan, possession of child pornography can lead to imprisonment to up to a year and a fine to up to a million yen, which is about eighty-eight hundred dollars, or both. Now, as Shuisha announced when this happened that the, his new manga, the Rurouni Kenshi, Hokkaido arc, is going on hiatus. So, maybe we'll see the rest of it in about a month. But seriously, I am not surprised he got a slap on the wrist. And I don't think it's... be Well, I think partially because of who he is, but I just think in general how Japan views child pornography. You know? You gotta think about it. They just recently outlawed this shit. So... yeah you know. What are y'all's thoughts on that?
2: <clears throat> you know, a lot of people were uh, losing their shit because, well, like, it's less than $2,000? That's that's barely a drop in the bucket for the guy. Mm-hmm. And like you said with the whole ringer, Ramola, the uh, Japan not being up with the rest of the world on the child porn stuff, I guess.
3: I think, I feel like to a lot of people it seems like a slap on the wrist because the new institution of outlawing this particular type of art and things like that and paraphernalia and and the law that goes into it, it, it's very messy and I still feel like their judicial system is probably figuring out what kind of like possessing it versus certain other actions with that kind of thing, um, I it's it's a really messy um, part of the legal system. So I feel like they're still trying to figure out how to how to. There's not really a way to properly, you know, punish people for for having it because it's mm-hmm. something that no one should should be dealing in. But unfortunately, it is part of the society we go through. But I feel like since their judicial system is still dealing with how to deal with it, that yeah. this, to me, was kind of a slap on the wrist, but at the same time, they're still kind of wading through how to deal with it properly.
2: I got a feeling that Japan might make this worse before they make it better.
3: And that's sometimes that's how you have to learn, unfortunately. Sometimes you have to scrape your knee before you know you need a Band-Aid. You know? And and it's it sucks. And it's messy. And... Yeah, it's just going to take them time. Basically.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um.
1: See, nothing going on in the chat in regards to it. Uh, Hold on for a second. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. Salud. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Now, I meant to say this earlier in the night, but I am actually sitting here with my leftover Pepsi, and I threw in the last of my Canadian whiskey. So, I'm drinking tonight. Because one of my good friends, Ichige Cosplay, she's having a bad night and she's having a few drinks. So I said, fuck it, I'm going to drink two. Those who drink together, party and have fun together. So this 16 ounce, this 20 ounce bottle of Pepsi mixed in with Canadian whiskey is for you girl. And if you like seeing awesome cosplays, hit up Ichige Cosplay on Facebook. That's it. Mm.
3: We Segwaying are. into something that's a little uh, more positive, I guess. Yes, something that's all about you because you're all about them idol girls. Difficult segue. Insert Ichigo here. Um, slot, so slot slot there a, is tab, a new movie coming out that is actually a mixture of both live action and animated pieces called Ega Shimajiro Maho no Shima no Daiboken. or Shimajiro the movie Great Adventures on the Magic Island. Uh, The Shimajiro film casts Inori Minase and idols from AKB48, SKE48, and NGT48. Mm. The first full-length film in children's anime franchise opens on March 9th. The staff of the Eigo Shimajiro Maho no Shima no Daiboken, the first full-length film for the Banese Corporation's Shimajiro anime franchise, announced more cast for films last week. The additions to the cast include AKB48's Yui Watashi, SKE48's Natsuki Kamata, NGT48's Fuka Murakumo, and as a magician in the last Magic Island, Inori Minase, who will play the uh, film original character, Aura. It opens in Japan on March 9th. And previous films in the franchise were comprised of both animated and live-action interactive segments to keep children's attention and adults' attention and create a better theater ongoing experience. The live-action segments included song, dance, and quizzes. The new film will not include these segments. (laughs) False advertising... Um, ch- instead, children will be given a magic wand Okay, when they visit the theater And the wand will be incorporated into scenes Where magic song and dance happen in the film Okay, sorry for that uh, The wrong information at the beginning But uh, The Answer Studio is returning From the earlier television series To animate the film And Omi Minami is again voicing the title character Hiroshi Kawamata From Hal's Flute and Puka Puka Juju <laughs> And Takashima Hiro are directing the film with a script by Yuka Aoki. Ghost Spellers will perform the film's theme song Masugu na Hish- Hashi, sorry there's some music playing on this page and it's throwing me off, and a bridge that points straight ahead. Uh, the original Shimashima Toro no Shimajiro television anime aired in Japan from 1993 to 2008 and the sequel Haken Taiken Daisuki Shimajiro Aired from 2008 to 2010 and continued under the new title Shimajiro Hisoka from April 2010 to March 2012 and Shimajiro no Wow Anime series premiered in 2012 and was nominated in the animation category of the International Emmy kids award in October 2015 You are just testing my pronunciation today aren't you Ranma?
1: Actually, no that would be Mako-chan because remember she's the one that gets the articles. Oh, by true, the... true. I'm
3: going to have to chase her.
1: Yeah. yeah. You do realize she'll just hit you with a paper fan and be like, sit.
2: Because
1: <laughs> <laughs> remember, remember, she, she will...
2: calls us dumbasses, not will... you.
1: She... You can get mad and angry. She'll summon the inner embodiment of Mandy from Grim Adventures and just be like, I don't give a fuck. No fucks
3: given. Look Ooh. at my field of fucks and see how it is. Baron.
1: Yes. Yes. Who is at home sick? So I don't remember if I said it at the top of the show. She's home sick, rustling up. So Mako-chan, get well or else I'm going to kick we your ass. He send her
3: all the well-wishings and hope that she feels better so that I can throw salt at her later. Hmm. She, which, in, in turn,
1: she'll try to catch it in a pan to season a chicken.
2: And then thrash us with the pan.
1: Sounds delicious. Yeah, basically. Dinner and a show. Jesus fuck. I mean, no, no, side note. I'm I'm checking out my Twitter feed, and Major Nelson, he has an 8 terabyte hard drive for his Xbox One X. I'm like, Jesus fuck, that's a lot of
2: space. You must download all the games.
1: It's Major fucking Nelson. But um, I actually am probably going to have to get an external drive myself. Uh, so, cause I, I'm, I still have a base unit of a 500 gig, and I just need to, you know, just put it somewhere so it'll, so I can continue to download games on it. So you know, it'll happen even, eventually, sooner or later, something along those lines. Yeah. All right. So, anywho, Ari, what's up with Detective Pikachu? Uh
2: perfect timing, considering today is the 21st anniversary of the uh, premiere of the dub.
1: Oh, I thought that was yesterday, or earlier this year. Because I thought the dub premiered in September.
2: Well, it's—I think it's for the franchise itself. I guess
1: mm. it's one—it's no, some
2: kind of big celebration. Someone something. will correct me in the chat.
1: Probably, <coughs> might be Dark Shitsuya.
2: But yeah, they have—we have a have, uh, American and UK trailers for the uh, Detective Pikachu release coming on Thursday.
4: Mm.
1: Are you, uh, huh? you going to pick up this game?
2: I might, because, you know, money issues.
1: Okay, I'll be <laughs> anyway, me- wondering in general, you know.
2: I'd like to. Okay. Just to, to see what the fuss is about. Anyway, the Pokemon Company strives, describes the story. An action adventure titled Detective Pikachu finds a hero of the world, title, a unique Pikachu in the Pokemon world, partnering, partnering with Tim Goodman and searching for evidence and clues to solve the series of cases, while also investigating the disappearance in of his father, Harry Goodman. When he arrives in Rhyme City looking for his missing father, little does Tim know he would meet a Pikachu, but more amazingly, a Pikachu that he could communicate with. There's more to this Pikachu than a de- the detective had. He's lovely Garf Toff talking with a taste for good coffee.
1: I like this Pikachu already.
2: <laughs> I hope that the t-
1: God they put out like a brand of coffee with Pikachu on it.
2: Wouldn't surprise me if they did. Mm. Uh, the Pikachu claims that he worked with Tim's father and the two paired up to discover his whereabouts. Together, Tim and the detective Pikachu will encounter a number of, a number of mysteries in rhyme city and will need to talk to witnesses and gather testimony in order to discover the truth. And from what I see in the trailers... Witnesses involves people and Pokemon. Uh, The Detective Pikachu game includes all chapters from the original Japanese version of the game, which the Pokemon company launched as digital download for the Nintendo 3DS in Japan in February 2016. In addition, the new game features additional content that completes the original story. Also, we're getting a uh, Detective Pikachu Amiibo.
1: Are you not surprised?
2: No, not really. The whole meme about Danny DeVito hosting, uh, voicing Detective Pikachu kind of fell through. But it's Pikachu It kind of sounds like him. Like I think something like a sound alike. Ooh. But you. But if you're expecting you know, the the thing that it's always sunny in Philadelphia, queuing up after Pikachu suggests something that's that's not gonna happen.
1: Oh well, I might check it out and see, but I like, like i said, I have very odd tastes and um and games. It could be fun. Yeah, hopefully there's a demo, so I could definitely check it out. Because I would definitely be all up in that.
2: I'm sure there's a demo. I'm sure the uh. Virtual console, not the virtual console. No, the, the uh, shop. eShop Shop. E Shop on a 3DS has it.
1: And the funny thing is, I have yet to um, download. Um, excuse me. The the mess. The rest of the, my DLC, my rest of my games from the Wii, from the 3DS shop on my new system. You Eventually, you I'll get around to it. All right. So now that we got that out the way. We're going to talk about the second annual Crunchyroll Anime Awards, which has gone leaps and bounds over ADV Films or Anime News Networks, whatever, the Anime Awards, alright? This happened uh, this Saturday at the at the Montabon, at the multibon Theater, and it was hosted by Anthony Carboni of Geek and Sundry and Along with voice actress Erica Ishii, who MC'd the event. There were 17 awards that came out. Now, I'm not going to sit here and give you a bit of description. I- I'm going to tell you the titles. I won't argue. Because one of my favorite animes just walked away and bitch slapped the competition. Uh, and I'm going to save anime of the year and manga of the year for last because that should have been at the bottom of this list all right so best action anime my hero academia season two best drama the ancient magus bride best comedy miss kobayashi's dragon maid best slice of life girl's last tour best continuing series march comes in like a lion best animation my hero academia season two Hero of the Year, Izuku Deku Midoriya from My Hero Academia. Villain of the Year, Stain from My Hero Academia. Best Opening, Peace Sign by Kenshi Yonezu, which is the second opener to My Hero Academia. Best Ending, Ishuken Communication by Choro which is the ending theme to Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, Best Boy, Shoto Todoroki from My Hero Academia. Best girl, My Hero... is Ochako Uraraka from My Hero Academia. Today I have to just say, Yas, Queen! She's my favorite girl from My Hero Academia, and I will fight anybody over that.
2: Well, she is cute, so yeah.
1: And it doesn't help that one of our staffers, Rose, looks just like her. <laughs> Best film, Your Name. Best CGI, Land of the Lustrious... Best score made in the abyss. Now,
2: so uh, my hero academia really walked away with a big yes, armful, didn't they? This
1: is a, a better upswing than last year's when Yuri on Ice walked away with everything, and all of the fandoms except for the Yoi one took it personal. I can't say I don't blame them, but still. If an anime I didn't think was worthy that swept, I'd be angry too. Now, anime of the year, made in abyss. Manga of the year. My lesbian experience with loneliness. What the f- No, I'm not- That title. No, 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 no. I'm not gonna comp- Nope, 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 nope. Must be a good manga if it walked away with manga of the year.
3: Well, it was like a coming of age story. Okay. So and and if you think about it, manga in Japan is is considered kind of like Manga Japan like, is like New York's time bestseller books here. Exactly. So like it's gonna discover a lot of different things that you wouldn't normally think comics going over in depth. And in this case it just touches on exploration of sexuality, mental well being and growing up. So
1: yeah, well, at least it did what it could. So it's all good in the hood, I say. Uh, God.
4: All right. Ooh.
1: All right, let me close this out real quick. All right, now that we we talked about the anime awards, and we're not as angry about shit, you know,
3: um, go. Yeah, I, I'd say that these characters are kind of just angry at everything and just want to give a big uh, middle finger to the world. So that's fine. Um, Pop team
1: epic. I was about String? to ask you if you have seen Pop Team Epic.
3: I personally haven't, but I don't usually go along with memes. I'm not one that just kind of follows the crowd. I kind of do my own thing, but, but you know, I might check it out in a little while. Uh, 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 let me say it. Let me ask you this. Do you like um, cracked-out anime? Yeah. I, from the character that's, design, the, 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 I can just tell that it's it's basically if memes were anime, Pop Team Epic yes, would be that. that's all
1: you need to know. If you like cracked-out anime, shit... Yeah. This is one of those animes where... It's even funnier if you're high or drunk.
2: or like, or like forty-five head. minutes into this edible ain't shit. Say what? Or like this edible ain't shit. Forty-five minutes later, you're watching this and laughing your ass off.
1: No, no, no edibles. No, no. You just lo- you're just losing your fucking shit
3: in general. Okay. Basically, like an anime that that kind of you think you understand, but then it just kind of mind screws you. Uh-huh. That's what I've heard. Um, Pop Team Epics stream spoofs the melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya's endless eight episodes. God, the eighth I episode of Pop Team Epic eight. will premiere on Sunday at 1 a.m. To mark the debut, streaming service Abama TV, which streams new episodes of the series every week, will stream the new episode eight times in a row. In an endless broadcast to add to making you crazy or doubt your mind. um, Although there's no confirmation on Abema's TV's official website, the move appears to be inspired by the endless eight episodes from the 2009 Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya anime. The Melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya series from 2009 has a series of eight episodes that are essentially the same. The characters are stuck in a time loop that Kion eventually figures out how to break free from. And most of the content in the episodes repeats with a few variations. The voice cast recorded new audio for every episode. Sounds like a great job. Episode 8 of Pop Team Epic will stream on Obama TV continuously from 1 a.m. till 5 a.m. on February 25th. However, the episode... Oh, so it's already streamed at least for Japan. Mm -hmm. um, And it would have for us. Um, However, the episodes of the anime are already divided into two repetitive parts. The voice cast for Popko and Pipimi changes between the two parts, but they feature essentially the same content. Therefore, fans who watch the entire endless broadcast will see the same segments for a total of 16 times. If you have time to waste. News of the special stream created a stir online, and fans were speculating about the voice cast. Many fans believe the cast of the Melancholy Haruhisuzumiya may star in the upcoming episodes. Pop Team Epic premiered on January 6th and the 7th episode. Hellshake Yano debuted last Sunday. AC Buu's live-action Hellshake Yano segment created a meme and Twitter trend shortly after its premiere. Um, so you can definitely look that up if you want to see. I'm sure it's already streamed, so if you wanted to watch it for a collection of 16 times, feel free. I'm not going to.
1: I just I just want to say, at Mako-chan's birthday party, with the help of Michelle Knotts, we watched the first three episodes of Pop Team Epic, and I was gone. Okay. First things first. It, it's the each Each episode is like a half hour, but the episode itself is fifteen minutes, so they repeat it. But the thing is. The second episode has a different set of voice actors in it.
2: <laughs> That's a bit of a mind screw itself.
1: Especially when you hear Sunny Straight doing um Popuko.
2: Huh.
1: Can you just hear? Imagine this this short tempered girl sounding like Krillin. <laughs>
3: yeah. It doesn't surprise me though because they are an anime that is made basically for controversy, or for creating uh something, you know? I don't know
2: what would be worse, that little girl sounding like Krillin, or that little girl sounding like abridged Krillin?
3: <laughs> well, in episode
1: 5, that little girl sounds like, um, sounds, will sound like Minako Aino, okay?
2: <laughs> that must have really fucked with you, huh? Oh,
1: I haven't watched an episode yet. I do know oh. Pipimi, the taller chick, is Monica Rial, so I'm like, yes. But oh my god, you know it's kind of funny. I can see Ichigo and Mako-chan cosplaying Pop Team Epic, but they would have to take turns cosplaying the different girls.
3: Y'all would have to take turns. Well, I already have. Um, I already have basically both outfits because school uniforms are essentially the same outfit over and over again. Um, and I probably have enough wigs to do both. Yes, because Papuko, the short-tempered girl, is is, she's a short girl. She's
1: a quick-tempered, short, orange-haired schoolgirl, and the tall Pipimi, is a calmer, taller, blue-haired schoolgirl. So I'm just saying, both y'all could play either role.
3: Yeah, I feel like Mako though, because like she relates to Mandy. Yeah, like that. Sure, one sounds like
2: totally Napoleonic too. Mm.
3: And it's interesting
1: because my my sister Holly, she kind of looks like Popuko, and I wouldn't put that past her. I can just see her walking walking down the way with a drink cup and just walk by middle finger and just keep walking. Just go, God
3: damn it! You know. <laughs> I have a friend who designed a a pop a uh, shirt. And it's basically them sitting inside a pocket, and you pull it out the pocket, and they're giving the
2: middle finger. <laughs> so oh, that's... like the little cats. Yeah, like mm. the
1: cats. I mean, if you think about it, the first volume of the manga shows them, they're flipping the fucking bird on the cover of the first volume.
3: I mean, honestly, I haven't seen the anime, but I imagine, like, whenever I've seen their, their images and stuff, I just imagine, like, fuck this shit, I'm out. No, thanks. <laughs>
1: And I'd like to thank my darling daughter for Wild Spice for giving me a heart attack during the show. Thank you. Anyhow, moving right along, Ari, what's up with these new titles coming to
2: Shonen Jump? Uh, what indeed. Um, Let's see. This year's 13th issue of Shueisha's Weekly Shonen Jump announced on Monday that the three new series will launch in March. <clears throat> Gigi Akutami will launch Jujutsu Kaisen Sorcery flight in the next issue on March 5th. The magazine teases a dark fantasy story that involves cleansing curses with sorcery. They previously published Akutami's Nikai Bongai Barabaruj- Barabarujura, one shot as part of its Gold Future Cup contest for up-and-coming artists in 2016. Haruto Ikezawa will launch Noah's Notes in the magazine on 15th, magazine's 15th issue on March 12th. <clears throat> Sorry, uh, Mono- mm-hmm. Mononofu, Mononofu yeah, Mononofu. Oh God, what? The- then published Mononofu from 2015 to 2016, and Shonen Jump po- po- posted the first chapter of Kuragane in English on its website, and Viz Media previewed Mononofu. Kentaro Hid- Hidano will launch a manga titled Ziga based on Kurosano's original story in the 16th issue on March 19th. Hidana's first work in Shonen Jump was Kuro no Mansion, a one-shot manga with writer Hay- Hayato Yabuki in 2010, and the pair also drew the two-chapter Kuhiko-san manga on Shonen Jump Press app in 2014. So, so the uh, first one at least sounds interesting.
3: Yeah, from the description of the first one, I don't know, I was reminded that uh, that scene from Cabin in the Woods where it's got the Japanese schoolgirls and they're like, The evil has been defeated! And they turn the evil into a frog. Mm. <laughs> if anybody remembers that. I did that, that I that's know, what it reminded me of, like, ju- Jujutsu Kaisen. It, it sounds like a good series, especially for Shonen Jump. That's like what I grew up reading in science class instead of doing science. Yay! <laughs> um, science, and then. Is- there's a few of them that sound like they're going to be interesting, but I feel like some of them are going to take a little bit of reading.
2: Honestly, when I heard jujitsu, I immediately thought that they would be, you know, karateing and they'll you know, wrestling the uh, spirits down into submission.
3: Mm.
2: In that case, you know, if Sagat of it was in that, it, the whole manga would last about one issue.
3: If you want to get kids into learning self-defense classes, write a manga! (laughs) To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VOGNetwork.com, use the passphrase, cockroach.
1: Don't give them any ideas. Really. Please don't. Anywho, now that we got that out of the way... It's time for the part of the show we all know y'all like listening, waiting for anyway. So I'm just going to hurry up and give it to you already. Strange news from Japan. And we have four articles tonight. Normally that's not a given if there's four hosts on the show, but somebody's doing an extra. I I do know this. I think I will take the first and the third one. Unless good. Uh, Unless Ari wants to take one of them.
2: I'll take the middle two, I guess.
1: All right, so you'll take uh, two and three? Okay.
2: Yeah. All
1: right. Now, I, I've been there. Here's the thing. When you file for unemployment, nine times out of ten, <coughs> you have to call them to kind of do an in-phone interview or something like that about what happened at your last job and so forth. Sometimes you have you wait 15 minutes. Sometimes you wait an hour. Sometimes you'll just sit there and be waiting all fucking day. And thankfully with today's technology, they can call you back. But here's the catch. You have to be in a location where... You have to be where they can call you back. Like, if, they're, if you're waiting on that phone call, you can't go out somewhere. Well, you kind of can, but make sure you have a signal on your phone so you don't miss that call. Now, in this story... A Miyagi man was arrested for calling the employment office 159 times in a row without saying a single word. And let me tell you, I don't blame him. Whatever his reasons was, good or bad, I do not blame him. See, in Japan, the nuance of Japanese, in the Japanese culture of public employment and work office work is known as hello work it's incredibly cute and festive name that you can easily imagine Rip Taylor shouting as he fires puffs of confetti into the air. It is a superficial feature of the institution of it but it does help to promote a more positive atmosphere on a subconscious level among staff and clientele who are faced with the bleak business of unemployment assistance. Now one office in Ishinomaki City, Miyagi Prefecture it is sometimes bizarre as well. According to the police, from two thirty in the afternoon around January thirty-first, the public employment office hello work received 159 calls over two and a half hours. But when they picked up the phone, there was just silence. The police were contacting they were able to track the calls to an unemployed man near Hagashi Matsushima City. Considering both the man's mobile phone and Hello Work phones had detailed records of the calls, it was an open and shut case. But as they brought the suspect in, he was telling police, there was something I wanted to say. That does sound like a bit of a cryptic motive, and when this start, when this happened online, originally, people on social media had some things to say in regards to that such as, he just had trouble communicating, he needs counseling, not an arrest. Poor guy. He tried to reach out, but when he heard the person on the other end, words didn't come to him. I admire him for keeping at it 159 times, even though it was hard for him. I know how hard it can be to summon the courage to call hello work. That'll do, man, that'll do. Say it then already! Well, some people aren't that understanding. And as someone else said, Maybe 159 silent pauses is what he wanted to actually say. We are hoping that Hello Work and the authorities will kind of go easy on the guy and just give him the help that he needs when it comes to finding employment. It kind of goes without saying that he should steer clear of the telemarketing field, but he can take heart that there are still plenty of jobs out there for his, for his traits from anywhere from a fake wedding ceremony guest to a vending machine location scout. And I mean vending machine location scout I wouldn't mind that. I mean they probably have jobs like that over here where you're scouting locations to deploy stuff, which I get. And as for calling people, sometimes I get anxiety when I have to call people. You don't have to let them know I just I'm just checking something. Usually after the second call, it kind of just slides right in. I'm like, okay, I'm good. So anywho Okay,
2: Ari. <clears throat> uh, let's see, where is it? Let's switch to the other window. Japan's most famous hot spring resort runs an ad telling us to go to a different hot springs resort.
1: That makes no sense.
2: The city of Befu in Ueda Prefecture on Japan's southwest island of Kyushu is pretty much all about hot springs or onsen. Not only does the town boast two dozen. Dozens of onsen inns, it's gone so far as to create an entire onsen amusement park. Of course, Beppu isn't the only hot spring resort in Japan. For travelers in the main island of Honshu, especially those coming from the Tokyo era, Goma Prefecture's Kusatsu has been a popular getaway location for generations, with relaxing baths and gorgeous mountain surroundings. So when an ad appeared in the Nishi Nippon Shimbu, Kyushu's biggest regional newspaper, saying, right now, instead of Beppu, let's go to Kusatsu. Huh. Most people would initially assume it was an advertisement placed but for the, by Kusatsu's tourism board, and it shows a couple of uh f- photos of the uh, ad in, and once, there's this text that says your arrival, so you need to say strong. Okay then.
3: I've actually been to a hot spring in Kyushu. How are they? I'm- they're, they're pretty cool. Uh, the one that I went to was at a, a Rio Can, which is like a hot spring hotel. And it had like an area that had a waterfall. And the hot spring was right next to the ocean. So it was really cool because it was separated by like a, a wall. And then you had the sea air coming off the ocean that was nice and cool. And there was this giant elder tree that's roots had like dripped into the hot spring. So you can kind of chill out with a giant tree. It was really pretty. Um, you can actually see some pictures of this trip on EOE Photography if you want to check out that. We've got a few pictures from that trip. Ooh. So it was really, really cool.
2: Right then. <clears throat> um, oh, here we go. It says that Beppu and Kusatsu are competitors. But uh, right now, though, Beppu is more concerned about Kusatsu coping with the aftermath of the recent volcanic eruption of, of Kusatsu Shirane, which occurred on January 23rd and it resulted in the death of a Japanese self-defense forces member who used his own body as a shield Ooh. to protect the subordinates from harm.
1: Wow. Bless that man.
2: The town of Kasatsu suffered no damage, and its hot springs are operating as normal, but Beppu realized that many people might be feeling skittish about traveling to Kasatsu, and wants to help spread the word of Kasatsu's baths and inns, are standing by and ready to receive visitors. And honestly, when I looked at the, the translation, she said, you're so you need to stay strong. My stupid ass immediately thought back to uh, the first Pokemon game.
1: Okay, I see nothing wrong with that.
2: No, 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 no. Like, when you get to the uh, the champion, mm-hmm. and it's, it turns out it's your old rival. the mm. what it, thinks, it tells you is, my rival has to be strong so I can r- remain sharp. Y- you know what I mean, right?
1: I know exactly what you mean, fam.
2: Uh, should I move on to the next one?
1: Go for it.
2: Yeah! Samurai Road Rage as man attacks motorists with a replica samurai sword on a Japanese expressway. What?
1: I mean, look, look, look. I ride the subways five days a week. I don't blame this motherfucker. Whether it's driving, whatever. Whatever reason he had to break out a sword for rage... It's justified in my book.
2: <clears throat> Let's see then. Uh, according to the Aichi Prefecture Police, at around 2 a.m. in a westbound section of the Tomei Expressway, a 43-year-old truck driver from a delivery company based in Ica- Ibaraki Prefecture moved into the passing lane to overtake a passenger car in front of him. However, after the pass was completed, the driver of the park began aggressively tailgating the truck. The truck driver then pulled over to the shoulder and the car... The driver of the car did likewise, and the motor exited vehicles. The driver began shouting, Why don't you get out of the damn way? I'm in a hurry. Despite his self-professed lack of time, yeah, there's a little bit of a hole in his story here, (laughs) the driver still had enough time in his schedule to then brandish an approximately 60-centimeter or two-foot replica katana, which he then attacked the truck driver with. Specifically, the police report said that the car driver pounded on the truck driver with the weapon, Suggesting that the blade was not sharp, even without a cutting edge, of the assailant managed to break the truck driver's right knee after landing multiple blows. What the fuck? The driver then got back in his vehicle and drove off, either because he realized a logical fallacy of spending time beating on someone when you presumably got when he presumably got pre-existing pressing appointments, complaining about someone being anyway after they've already pulled over to let you pass, or because he feared the imminent arrival of authorities. The truck driver then contacted the police, who are now searching for the driver of the car. Of the car, said to be in his 20s or 30s, and are treating the attack as an attempted homicide. Jesus Christ! Oh. I mean, what? The fuck is wrong with some people?
3: Feel like many people in multiple generations don't learn proper coping mechanisms for these particular instances.
2: Hey Rama, wasn't there a story floating around that uh, people tried to people convinced a homeless man to not you know jump on the tracks to and kill him and throw himself in front of a train because it would, the train would make them late to work?
1: Probably. Wouldn't surprise me. That you know, not for nothing. That would definitely be a typical day in New York City. Let me tell you something. You wanna piss off a bunch of strap hangers trying to go to work? Say you're gonna do some shit on the subway. Just on the train. Just say something. The, well, I the, mean,
3: it's not completely like out of out of airs because on Netflix they actually have a new series called The Push or The Final Push or something like that that tests it's like a social Experiment to see how to convince someone to commit murder, and it's got like over 70 actors in the first episode. I'm gonna go watch it later, but you need to link me to that because you want to know something? You can't put me in that
1: situation because if I'm going to rush somewhere, you're talking about I'm like, do it, I gotta be somewhere. Either you do it or you don't. I gotta go to work. <laughs> I mean, that is. Granted, that is a dick thing to say, but if you're already five minutes you're already like past seven minutes late, just saying, and this person's holding you up because you're late, you know, shit.
3: Yeah. Uh, alternatively, if you're if you're looking for a friend instead of exercising your rage in the way of the samurai, uh, you can always snuggle up to a sexy Daikon body pillow. Um, in Japan, this cheeky viral radish is waiting to seduce you. Um, uh-huh. it actually is a really cute pillow and I kind of want one. Felissimo's U Plus More brand, which takes its name from the word humor, specializes in cute and humorous goods designed to bring a smile to customers' faces. They've certainly made us laugh through products with lazing on a sealed stomach big cushion case. And their lineup of adorable bunny bags. And they're reaching out into the vegetable kingdom for their latest design inspiration. The new product is being added to their weird and wacky homewares collection. And it's a soft, cuddly pillow, which doesn't sound like anything out of the ordinary. Until you realize that it comes in the shape of a sexy daikon radish. Ooh la la. (laughs) If you're unfamiliar with the notion of seductive daikon, it's actually a hashtag that pops up on social media when people come across the Japanese white radish that is shaped as if it's posing suggestively. Ooh la la. This, <laughs> this coquettish daikon appears to be crossing its leg in a come-hither pose, and they have images in this article. I'll, I'll post the article in the chat. Um, while another daikon gives off an air of arrogant charm. Um... Not everyone is lucky enough to find a sultry radish Mm. to photograph and share on social media. So the new sexy daikon body pillow is here to fill that radish-shaped void in everyone's hearts Mm. with two sizes to choose from. Um, So if you're a Grinch, sorry, you're out of luck. Not quite three, just Mm. two. Um, If you're watching your portion sizes, (laughs) it's a play on food! Uh 66 centimeters or 26 inch mini version will be enough to keep you company. But if you want a large daikon or more daikon for your buck, the large 115-centimeter version is the perfect size for spooning. (laughs) Oh, this is horrible. The mini body pillow retails for about uh, 3,456 yen or U.S. dollars of $32.14, and the larger version retails for about 7,776 yen or about $70 U.S. No matter what size you choose, you'll never be lonely knowing there's a sexy radish waiting to greet you when you get home after a long day. (laughs) The veggie pillows are currently available for purchase from the company's official site, with local orders scheduled to be sent out sometime between April and June, and international ordering should be available from their global site shortly. While you can also pick up a pair of cat gloves to keep you company, too. Aw, that's so nice.
1: Hey, uh, itchigo? Yes. Remember, when you said that was horrible. Yes. You know what's much more horrible than that? What? The song that's playing in the background.
2: Oh my god!
3: I can't hear it.
2: I, I don't. I don't know what's playing. Twilight by E L O. You remember the Daikon Three and Daikon Four videos?
4: Oh! <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, ha, 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 ha. I actually kinda like the song. But have you
3: seen Daikon 4 though? Um, I know that Daikon, there was one of the Daikon videos that was actually made for an opening yep. for um uh, an yep. yep. Yeah.
1: That was a pe- yeah, that that Odacon was based off of Daikon 4. Yeah. But oddly
3: enough, I can see my Ichigo running around as the mascot. What a I actually young... did cosplay her without meaning to. Well, because I was in the commercial for Otakon uh, oh, in 2014, I think. And I did cosplay this particular character. Oh, shit. I totally
1: forgot about that. And as Bob Coffee says in our chat room, Twilight was used as the opening theme for the J drama Densha Toko. And a parody that, which I watched. It was really good. And I know they did a manga from the female's perspective, which I never got a chance to check out.
3: Oh my god, I went and looked up the rest of the stuff that was on the the same article, the bunny bags, which are like bunny-shaped bento box bags, so like you wrap your bento in it, they look adorable! Because the ears are the little flaps you tie. And then the seal cushion cover is just, it looks like a happy seal. I just kind of want all this stuff! It's so cute. Yeah. But don't fuck with sea lions; they'll fuck you up.
2: Yeah, the yeah, the, the thing about the Daikon Four uh, opening is that uh, it's just packed you know wall to wall with the uh, American pop culture references. Like they're not even remotely subtle about it. <laughs>
3: You that's I like the that. Rammstein song, like Coca Cola Wonderbra, America, America.
1: I have not heard that song. I, I oh I, Rammstein? dude. I know Germany? Rammstein, but I've not heard that. I've not heard that song. Oh, that's like uh, that. That was like a nineties thing. I don't know. Mm. All right. Uh, now that we got that out the way, I think we actually end. I think we actually ended strange news from Japan on a good note. So here's some good tunes from um, Megumi Hayashibara, and then after that, we're gonna wrap up the show. So we good? Yeah. Yep. Awesome. We'll be back.
0: I'm not
1: love this ending theme oh so much. I can't get enough of it, seriously. I really can't. But, um... Ari had to bounce early because he wasn't feeling well, so he sends his regards. So, it happens, you know. We have been regarded! Yes, where if it was me, i have to push through because I'm the one pushing the button. So, yeah. I'll be hyped up on Dayquil for the podcast if need be. So, if you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at com. We want to know what's up. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com where we post links to our photos, videos. you also see our, our anime review articles, cosplay reviews, uh, costly tutorials, convention reviews, editorials, and also our podcast. So definitely check those out. We greatly appreciate that. And speaking of podcasts, you can always find our podcast posted on our site every Friday at AnimeJamSession.com or every Thursday, give or take. But also you can find it on iTunes, Stitcher, Groove, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and post it weekly on the VOG Network forums. We're kind of restructuring where you can find our podcast so we can make it much more reliable and dependable for y'all to check it out and listen to. And don't forget to check out our social media pages. dot uh, YouTube.com slash TV twitter.com slash anime jam session and facebook.com slash anime jam session and i just want to say to everybody who follow us on those sites thank you so much for your love and support we really couldn't do the show without y'all as long as you like us on social media we're going to try our best to bring you more content so you can live by character through the podcast and the website and cool stuff and then when you watch what we give you, you're like you know what i gotta check that con out next year and indeed you should and don't forget, we're here twice a week on the Wagner We're live uh, Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. with a pre-show at 9.15. And the Encore presentation uh, Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. So, now
3: we're going to go around the room. Last words. It you go. Oh, no. I'm, like, the only one here or something. Um. It's been fun, and I'm looking forward to seeing you guys at Zenkai Con in May. Um, I am excited, though, because in the next uh, month or so, April, I guess, I'm going out to visit my chicken army, which will have duck watchdogs soon. So I'm very excited about that. But thanks for having me on again, and I hope to see you guys again soon. My last words is, I don't know, I think I need to clean
1: up some stuff around here, and kind of relax for a bit, and then call it a night, and we'll see. Uh, that is it. End of list. Normally we go a little bit longer, but like I said, Ari bounced early because he wasn't feeling well. So get well. I think podcast flu is going around, so you get that digitally via the internet. So better check your emails and so forth. So yeah, we're gonna get up one out of here. So I'm Ronma. I'm Ichigo. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Johnny. See you, Space Cowboys. Hey, Ichigo. What? Say goodnight, Ichigo.
3: Good night, Ranma.
1: (sighs) Good night, y'all. Good night. Christ. you're picking up a lot of Mako Chan's antics. You really shouldn't be doing that, but
3: Are you sure that she's not picking up mine?
0: Check us out at animejamsession.com and vognetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane